Famcast Media. Bitch. Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Casting live from a secret location in Compton, California. The talk show that makes psychiatrists see other psychiatrists. Other psychiatrists. Other psychiatrists. Other psychiatrists. Woo! Other psychiatrists. It's Sunday, Zachary. Yes, sir. You know what that means. Uh, the Lord's Day? It is the Lord's Day. Not only, not only is it the Lord's Day, it's also the Pig's Day. The Pig's Day, more and importantly. It, and it's been the Pig's Day for almost 13 years, Zach. Stop. Next month is our birthday. Yeah. We're, we're almost there. Yeah. We're almost 13. Believe that shit. You're only here for like, not, not even a quarter of that. No. But I mean, no. but you're riding along like, like you were there. I'm on it. I'm yeah. I mean, you're in I'm it. I'm all over it. You're all over it. Yes, sir. You can be all over Zach. You can follow him at Zach Rabbit Lopez. Follow him down his rabbit hole. Uh, he plays video games and uh, touches himself. What, yeah. do you, what do you do on Twitch? Well, I don't really do that anymore. Oh, no? No, I don't. I just, I couldn't be uh, consistent with it. So I just, you know, just decided not to do it. Gotcha. I might, I might jump on randomly here or there, but no. But you can still follow me. All right, follow Zach because he still plays in like 12 fucking bands. Uh, June Clive is in the Diddy Boys. You guys just had a end of year closeout fucking yeah. shindig, right? Uh, right before New Year's Eve Eve. Oh, yeah. 
That was good, right? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Definitely. Who was on there? JP something? JP McDermott. Yeah. Scotty Seatbelt. Little us, Sue. Which we brought it back to uh, Boomers. Wow. Yeah. Never thought you guys would be back at Boomers. Oh, no. I didn't want to go back to Boomers. Hey, but we might bring it back. Okay. Bring Under it back. management. So. Bring it back, Zach. All right, I but you. you guys can bring it back always on Sunday nights live here, pigsradio.com. Follow us. Give us a like. We got to get those numbers up, Zach. I've been so focused on content and creating. Now our product is there. Now we need to let the world know that we have 461 episodes for today. We got to put it out there. Got to put it out well, there. Just got to lay it down on the fucking table. Lay it down. Aim for the wet stop. Mm-hmm. I said stop versus spot, but you know what I mean. We got to make the wet, the wet spot. We always make the wet spot every mm-hmm. Sunday night. Keep and nothing voice. gets me wetter than fucking <laughs> a whole episode of fucking Lucha Libre. I, w- I would like to say that I'm excited, but I know you're excited. Oh, I'm excited. Feel these nipples, Zach. I can see them. Feel these nipples. I poked my eye when I walked in the door. You did. Yeah. You did. I mean, there's... <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I grew up with, with loving wrestling as a kid because it was my dad, and then I grew out of it like most kids do because right. it's wrestling. Like and, me. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, I fell in love again. Uh, my dad got sick, got him the WWE Network, and once he got better, I took him to his first live events yeah. i took him to go watch wwe raw from staples and i got hooked after that Damn. but not only did i get hooked you i got chopped i got chopped no actually i never got chopped oh, all right. but i started working in the industry of like production we started working with lucha libre people yeah. locally and before i know it now i am filming for some of my favorite all-time fucking wrestlers last year that was an incredible year as far as pigs media and production we got to film all kinds of lucha events i mean we worked out with all kinds of different promotions and man we are just leveling up left and right yes sir but fucking lucha and we can talk about it all day we are with today's guest for episode 461 zach what's going on mario we uh, we came across this uh, this gentleman by the name of you know what <clears throat> we normally break the ice here let's get your name what exactly you do and then uh, your best pig's squeal or a pig's call either one of those uh, yeah that's me so uh, my name is Sam Sam Schwartz uh, I'm a documentary filmmaker um, simple as that you know I like to tell stories about people's passions I think that's kind of where we are now, you know, mm-hmm. Lucha's his passion, it's his passion. It's not your passion yet, but it might be. We're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. Um, and my whole thing about, you know, what I do is, you know, I want to talk about passion. I want to talk about the things that not everyone gets to see. You know, not yeah. a lot of people know about Lucha if you didn't grow up either around it or grow up by it or grow up with that sort of culture around you. And yeah. that's kind of where we are now. And this was a great documentary to work on. And I'm very fortunate to be here in my Best pig squeal? Yes. Squeal for us, piggy. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank, you, thank you. Yep. I practiced before I got here. Short and sweet. <laughs> he did his homework. By the way, no one does homework. So you know what? I think this is a point button. You get points for even you. doing your fucking homework. Hell yeah. No, thank no. You, thank no. You. And whenever anyone comes on pigs, they never like look at an episode. They no. say they do, but then they don't. Because yeah, yeah. then when we hit them with the whole dinosaur or, I mean, the pig squeal, they're like, what? I'm like, well, obviously, you, we we always ask everyone. Yeah, it's at the beginning. Yeah. First five minutes. Come on. like It's not that hard. Not that hard. So Sam Schwartz. I know you got your last name made fun of for a long time, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, especially when you're like 
in the film. Well, it, in film, and even if you're like shorter than most of the kids at school. Ah. Yeah, you grow up in a beach town where everybody's, you know, volleyball players and such. Dude, you're tall, aren't I you? Will, thank God. Yeah. yeah. I was, oh, I mean, like, how? I mean, when did you have a growth spur? I mean, I was probably a sophomore in high school. Which is, I mean, seems normal, right? But, like, when I was a kid in, like, elementary and middle school. Hated it. Oh, yeah. man, I was, like, under four foot for quite some time. Oh, shit. Yeah. You're considered a mini. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they used to call me Octagoncito, but. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know what? I just met that guy, too. That's here. That's so fucking rad. Hell, yeah. Just, you, just for you knowing that. Points. Hell yeah. Just like that. Uh, welcome, sir. I'm glad Thank that we you. crossed paths. Uh, we're going to get into in a moment how we came across. And, you know, I got a text from you just recently sharing, you know, this documentary called La Lucha that's streamable now, right? People can go watch it. Yep. Where, um, where, where can we go see this? You can go see it on Vimeo. You can go see it on my personal Facebook page, but probably Vimeo. Best Vimeo. place to go see it. Vimeo. I can't pronounce that. You just did. Okay, cool. I yeah. did. I do it right. Yeah, good job. Oh, thanks. I points for me. Yeah, you get a point. Woo! I get my own points. Right. Uh, and in this whole, when I was watching this whole document uh, documentary, it was crazy because I was there at almost every single scenery that you were at without even me knowing that you were at. And obviously, once again, going back to so uh, cool. our next guest, who's a repeat guest, uh, we have the one and only Zokre. All the way here. Um, you've been on the show before. I was in under Zokre. Was it one of your under monitors? No, it was. It was under Zokre. Yeah. Zokre. Okay. I was here with my tech partner, Phoenix Star. That's right. Many moons ago. We had a house full of lucha people. We had True Grit in here. That was another tag team. You and your tag team. And I believe we had Alex, the Booker Man now. Yeah, the Booker Man. The, the Booker Man. <laughs> That's more like it. And uh, it was great because, you know, actually in, the, in our pig's intro, we have our guy getting chopped. And I believe it might be from... Uh, uh, I don't think it was your job, but it was I was one of the big boys. Yeah, yeah. I want to say it was one of from True Grits. I think them. Yeah, that, that hamprint was huge. But yeah. on that episode, which was an amazing episode, you actually choked out Flying Brian with some oh, Muay Thai, like kind of like knockout it was a move. Rear naked choke, but it was uh, it was a little hard to apply. Oh, oh, a rear naked choke? Yeah, or Mata Leon, so it could sound a little tougher. Oh, okay, okay. I just, I, I was going to say, it was, about, was it because Brian didn't have his shirt on? Is that why? Or, okay. <laughs> but uh, you, Brian did not die that day. You did not want to do the move, even though we pleaded and we wanted you to hurt our friend. And he was okay with it, and you didn't want to do it. Like I said, it's, it's really weird trying to choke someone out when they're not defending themselves. <laughs> you know, like it's it, it just feels. Brian was just like, go ahead, choke me out, just let it happen. It's a little too hard to put that squeeze on. <laughs> uh, we egged him till he did it. It was it didn't take long to fucking Brian to fucking tap out though. Like yeah, it was yeah. almost instant, like little bitch. Yeah. We want him to knock out. We want him to have a good night's sleep for being old. What are you saying? Are we doing that tonight? No, I mean, you want to get choked out? Are we doing it? I mean, do you want to get choked out? Hey, I'll, I'll fight back. <laughs> there you go. He'll fight back. <laughs> Yeah, because last time, last time we had some some wrestlers here, uh, I actually asked, I asked for a chop. Oh my god! So this was great. So uh, one of my favorite indie tag teams before uh, uh, one of them blew up and went to AEW. I love PP Ray on the indie circuit scene. Absolutely. And PP Ray are these tag team beyond flamboyant, and they just own it. Yeah. They can. They, they bring the sexy. They bring sex. So uh, when they had the reunion, I was able to book them here for the show, and uh, we thought we were gonna get Zach fucked up and get a couple chops, but uh, they, they chopped them with their dicks. 
And, oh. and, and all he did was give, give uh, uh, they stripped you down and then they gave you a uh, lap dance. They gave me a lap dance. Yeah. A, a tag team lap dance. That, that was very PP Ray of them. <laughs> so it happens when you mess with PP Ray. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, they deliver. We, they deliver. We won't talk about the mini boner you had at all, but it was sexy. Those guys yeah. bring the fucking sex and it just, it is what it is. So shout out to Peter Avalon and uh, yeah. Ray Rosas. And Don't hug that video. Don't hug that video. Woo! You guys got to rewatch that magic. Do you remember what episode that was? That I don't, but I'm, it's it won't be hard to find. PP Ray all day was the name of that episode, so you guys can go back and yeah. check it up on on uh, on the YouTube. But Zogre back here on the Pigs Radio. It's been a few years since you've been back, so welcome back, sir. Oh, thank you so much, and thank you for having me again, man. I'm glad to be here with Sam. You know, we had a good time making that documentary, and you know what? Once I watched it, I was just like, you know, what? this is fun to be a part of too. I'm glad. Something to represent myself. Absolutely. Now, obviously, you were here on Pigs, and, and we became friends from way back when. Uh, you, I think you threw out the age of 2015. That makes how many years, Zach, now? Oh, yeah, that's a lot now. Eight, uh, thanks. Eight, 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 eight years. Eight. Is, is, that, is that right? Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, someone double check that. I don't think Zach knows how to add. But, no, uh, no, we're good. Okay. I had to think because we went into the new year. We're still January. So oh, it's still okay. fresh. Look at you. Still Freaking, fresh. Yeah. Fuck. Oh my. That was not the right button I was trying to go for. That's my button. <laughs> so, eight years ago, we, we, we interviewed because at that point I was working with uh, Super Steve Flores and his Michelada Rumble. I was doing the graphic design work for the Lucha Libre, and then we started kind of chopping it up, and we got to get you guys to come down and actually do some uh, some wrestling, got to talk, and obviously try to put over and talk about the show and, and tickets. And now we're sitting here today with you and Sam about a, a, a documentary. Like, how does this even happen? How did you guys even talk, communicate before this project? Like, what what people haven't even got to see and they're going to see, but how does this even happen? Sure. I mean, I, I was the one who reached out. So, um, yeah, I, I had just done a little bit of research. I wanted to see, I wanted to take the story of La, uh, La Lucha and Lucha Libre, I wanted to take it from the perspective of uh, Los Angeles because I think we've all seen, you know, films about Lucha Libre in, like, Mexico. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a white guy. You know, I'm not... Yeah. Gonna, I, what? I, I, I can't I can't tell that story as well as someone who has lived it, right? But, I mean, I was born and raised in Los Angeles, so at least there's something that I could add to that. Right. Look at that from my perspective. Um, and I looked up just Lucha Los Angeles, and I stumbled across this store called the Republic of Lucha, um, who are obviously owned by Phoenix uh, and Pentagon. Cero miedo. Yeah, cero yeah. miedo. And uh, just reached out to the owner, Javier, and I was like, hey, like, I'm really trying to break into the scene a little bit. I would love some contacts. And, you know, we passed along probably the one of LA's greatest legends. I mean, at least in my opinion. And, uh, yeah, we connected and, you know, it's it's really fortunate that we did meet because he had such a great story. But even beyond that, um, we've become friends out of this. And I think that's the most beautiful thing of it all. You know, it's like, we've got to tell this incredible story, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's a, in, as you guys know, Lucha Libre is about community. And I was able to be a part of this community and even be brought into it. So, right. and it's one of those things, you know, you're in it and then now you're stuck, you know? So, so you weren't actually in this you didn't know anything of like the backyard scene or or like who came from mexico or who started here you just, just like just literally found a passion found an interest or something like how do i learn about this and how do i show other people this exactly and i think that as i said before my passions are other people's passions okay and when something is 
off the beaten track, right. you're going to find people that are even more passionate about it than just people like someone's obviously passionate about baseball. Sure. Right. But if they watch baseball, it's not the same as somebody who watches Lucha Libre oh, no. because it's it's like it's a lifestyle. And he can speak to that more than probably anybody else. Right. I mean, yeah, it's, it's you give yourself up for it. You know, you sacrifice so much. You sacrifice family, friends. Yeah. In order to continue to do what you do, you know, for right. training, for matches, for shows. And yeah, so it becomes a part of your life. So it becomes, it's, it's something very important to you. Yeah. So when he approached me about, you know, kind of in a sense telling my story, I was like, I was a little shy because, you know, like, you know, <clears throat> I'm on the way out of this business. And I said, you know, like, how about a young guy that has his whole future ahead of him? So you could see him as he's kind of like evolving. Right. But then again, I was like, hey, man, let me take this opportunity. And once I did, you know, he helped me kind of bring out more than I actually expected to give out. Right. Let me ask you with that. You, you, you said, uh, you know, you give up your life to go and do this. How, how, how does one start that journey of becoming like a luchador? Well, the way I did, <clears throat> we started, and I say we because it was me and my tag partner, uh, Phoenix Star, who we started doing this since day one. Right. And um, Which was what? Like, how old were you? Uh, we, he was, I think, 17 and I was eight, 19. No, he, I was 18. He was 16. Okay. And uh, we started doing backyard wrestling. Okay. We did it just because we were fans of wrestling. And we started going to a bunch of shows and then the wrestlers were like, man, we see you here all the time. How, how come you guys don't just start training? Yeah. And we're like, ah, we already approached a few schools. It was, you know, too expensive. Like, we didn't grow up in a, in a situation where you could pay thousands of dollars every couple months right and they they just send us to this random hole in the wall it's a secret gym called gill's garage it was like god it was the best thing that ever happened to us we walk in there and we see guys in underwear slapping the shit at each other start like slamming <laughs> themselves in this ring that is literally like cement sounds like like a day at zach's god and i mean that would have scared most people but to us it was like oh my god this is amazing yeah you know obviously the first day there they told us get the fuck out of here who are you guys you know get out of here but we just kept, kept coming back until they let us in yeah and then they punished us for bothering them but then after they saw that we weren't leaving they're like all right these guys are willing to to go through all this you know yeah all this you know they wanted to see if we were going to quit Right, right. They made us roll in cement for like months and then get in the ring and just watch. Wow. And then they said, all right, these guys are not quitting, so get in the ring. And then once they started teaching us, they saw that we were there. We were there for good. And the rest it's just history. flew by. Yeah. So you're talking about you're, you're, you're on your way out. So that means you are considering no longer wrestling or doing stuff with wrestling or you're going to continue to like teach? It would be too difficult to not do anything in wrestling. You know, I'm fortunate enough to you know, be working at Republic of Lucha and, you know, uh, being a part of that family, which is giving a lot to the community as well. Uh, but what I'm saying is in, inside of the ring, me being a performer, I'll probably continue to teach. I know most likely I'm going to have to continue to teach. That's the bug I just can't, you know. Right. Eat. Yeah. But uh, when it comes to actually being in the ring, I don't know. Let me see. Once I, um, you know, I tore my Achilles tendon in, uh, in what is it, uh, November. I got surgery, so I'm not going to be ready till summer. But I'm not giving myself like, a, oh, this is where the first day I'm going to rest. So I'm just going to wait. And if I still got it, I'm going to get up there. If not, I'm going to teach. Right. Yeah, but I got to do something. Yeah. And one of his things that he even says in the doc is that, you know, this is him sort of paying it forward for all of the years yeah, no, that absolutely. Lucha has given him. You know, and I think that, I mean, that's just like, 
you know, you, you, you see a baseball player quit, whether it's like in high school or something. And yeah, they might coach like a little league team. But I mean, he's coaching people that are professionals. You know, right. these people are going out there putting sometimes they're like bodies on the line. Right. And this is just and I don't want to put words in your mouth. But again, this is kind of what you said. Right. No, absolutely. No, this is this is the way I get to give it back, because I remember how hard the the, the people were that were giving us their knowledge were doing. And a lot of people were once we reached a certain point, they were giving us stuff that they would not give to anybody. Right. And we felt very special for that. So now, you know, it's, it's our turn. There's a lot of guys that have the same ambition and, and, you know, drive that we had when we were their age. So I'm like, you know what? Why not, you know, pay it forward, you know, keep giving to this community as much as I can. It gave me so much. So I'm like, I, it gave me more than I could ever give back. Right. Now, let me ask, are you training them as hard as they trained you? No. Oh, no. Why because are you going soft on them, man? It's a different world. And you know what? We don't want to kick people out. We, oh, we want to keep people doing this. Right. You know, like. But they got to show you got, you got to want it, though. Oh, no. If they're going to train with us, it, we're not going to be easy. But we're also not gonna f try to make people quit. Yeah, no, if they no, quit, no that's on them. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But but they gotta keep up with what we're asking them to do. Right. If they can, then you gotta take a step down, go to the class right before us. But if you're there, then you be ready. Yeah. Uh, I have the doc here. We were able to, uh, able to download it. Uh, let's check out the first couple minutes because the first couple minutes has an opening with the one and only Zokre. That way, we'll give everyone just a little little, little teaser of it, if you will. You oh, know? please. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Send it. By the way, this was at the Republic of Lucha Lucha Bros first and second shows. This was the second show. Second show. No, this was their very first show. Actually. First show. Yeah. You get into a completely different zone. It's like drinking 10 Red Bulls without having to drink 10 Red Bulls. It's like an adrenaline spike and rush that goes through your body. It's cultural, it's seeped in tradition. It's evolved over the last 100 years. There are legends about it. There's so many different layers to it and I just think it's so visually pleasing. This is my escape. This is me getting to put on a different hat. This is what molded my life to become who I am now. Lucha Libre really gave me my life. To Lucha is to fight. And I will continue to fight. I, I've always been a fan as far as back as I can remember since I was a little kid watching with my dad. Our way of staying home and to just escape, watch wrestling, cheer for the good guys, boo the bad guys, and just, you know, it's like real life superheroes where you get to see on TV. And from there, 
I got lucky enough that I would just go to so many shows to watch wrestling that the wrestlers kind of started like remembering my face. I looked for a school, but it was $3,000. There's no way I could afford that. And I went to an autograph signing in one of the, we call them meanies, which are little people wrestlers. Uh, he told us, no, you're not gonna have to pay that. You know, there's a little place that if, you know, you just wanna really do it and you stick with it, they'll, they'll, it's gonna be a different fee. And yeah, we showed up, they accepted us and it became the thing that changed our life. I have so many questions. We're gonna wait till after this, though. Oh man, I love this scene. My name is Zokere. I've been wrestling for 21 years now. I'm most famously known as uh, one of the chickens for Lucha Baboom, or as half of the tag team of Los Luchas with uh, my partner Phoenix Star. I never wanted to wrestle. Like, no way. I just wanted to train because, like, what they were doing on TV was so cool. By the way, do you wear the mask every single time you're at home for everything that you but do? Wrestling to me you're is seen just every like, day. No, that's, okay, yeah. It's like a whole new world. That's sacred ground. You, you know, you could be a fan. You can learn how to do the things, but that's that's a whole new world. Nine out of ten dentists recommend that. The <laughs> other <laughs> the <laughs> other one got beat up by Zoknitz. Right, that makes, that makes <laughs> a lot of sense. You know, and them putting their hand on my back saying, hey, good progress. Like, that's a feeling I've never had in my life, so it was amazing. All right, so that's the beginning part of the film. Uh, hey, you can watch uh, the uh, Zocre uh, Huevo, uh, the Huevo sandwich making. <laughs> By the way, why did you decide to open up with it, him making an egg sandwich? Uh, so, okay, well, one thing, you're about to see your hand in the film. Oh, that's right. My <laughs> hand. Oh, you, you know, you might want to stick around. That is true. Is, this is going to uh, be a great part right here. Well, that I, I, gave, I gave part of a hand and part of my face. Yeah. This is at the Michelada Lucha Rumble at the Santa Anita Racetrack. This is where... Uh, oh, 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 there, there it is. is. Ah. Hey! Look hey! at that fucking hand. Look at that, that mini board. Which is, this is this is a show that you put on too. Uh, well, put on the shot. Uh, right, exactly. We were uh, shooting this for uh, Super Steve's uh, uh, Michelada Lucha Rumble. Lucha Libre. Is, it's, you wouldn't believe it, but I lost some weight. That announcer was me. <laughs> The good guys. I grew my hair back too and everything. You need to get chopped right now, Zach. I'm ready. Uh, you know what? That's already two chops for you that Zoka is going to get for that bad all joke. Right. All right, all uh, right. But this is where we met uh, Sam, and this is where the magic began. We exchanged contact information, and then he actually texts me later on about it. And I'm like, holy shit. Who are you again? I'm like, oh, that's right. You were the one film guy. Yeah. Um, so obviously, since then, you've been filming. And how long did the, did you guys work together, or how long did this take to film all the different like scenes in it? It's probably about six months. Four, six months of I filming, mean, like four to six, because obviously we got our stuff done most uh, mostly out of the way pretty quick. Um, but we obviously had some, we honestly had some pretty unfortunate stuff in terms of like, I shot an entire day and that day disappeared. You know? Oh no! Uh, we halfway through the interview, the mic just disappeared for no reason you know i mean we had all these things and that is just a part of production right right but, you know <laughs> he was very gracious to you know come back and help me fix all these things and you know we shot in his house a bunch and so 
just really fortunate that I had a guy that actually was willing to give me the time of day. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you that much because he's a superstar. You know, let's, he is. Let's, let's not beat around the bush. Did he make you an egg sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> You know, he offered me the other half, but oh, I said, okay, hey, okay, I said okay. that's that's you, man. Okay. That's after right. after a few years, he could probably get half of the whole thing. <laughs> oh, you, <laughs> you got to work, work for it. Yeah, that's yeah, right. For it. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll get I'll go back to your first question about the egg sandwich. Yeah, I think the whole thing uh, is kind of just to say that you know, lucha luchadors, they're just like us. You know, they make egg sandwiches. They you know brush their teeth and I think I wanted to sort of poke fun at that you know because yeah. it's like I can't show what he looks like under this mask I right. mean obviously I've never seen it uh, but of course not no I would no one has uh, not even his wife <laughs> once <laughs> once with the lights turned off yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the wedding day though no. they was, but um, the whole point was to just say that you know while they are doing this crazy stuff in the ring they are just humans, just like the rest of us. And here are them doing mundane tasks that, of course, you know, he did eat the sandwich and he does brush his teeth. So, you know, let's show them that these people are, they're just people. Brush you know? your teeth, kids. With a wrestling mask. Yeah, yeah with a wrestling mask. Yeah, and the, and the reality is that is me every day. You know, I, I make my breakfast before I go to work. I clean up. You know, it's just the basic thing. So I, I get what he was trying to do and. And I saw that too, and I said, "All right, let's do this. It's gonna work out great." And I, I love the way it came out. No, it was, it was great. It, it felt very home-like. Like, hey, that's. I also put all the pans in the, you know, in, in, in the, the in the oven. That's yeah. a very Hispanic thing to do. <laughs> that's how you know I'm a luchador. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, we, we we don't get too many uh to, to, too many white folk in here. What do you guys put your What do you guys put in your ovens? Out of curiosity, when it's not being used, uh, like pans. Yeah, you guys put pans in there? Well, like like the... Oh, sorry, no, I meant to say cooking sheets. Okay, all, all the baking sheets. Yeah, baking sheets. Okay, yeah. that's not too far-fetched. I throw yeah. all that shit yeah, in there yeah. in mine. Yeah. All right, all right, cool, cool, cool. Fuck yeah, learning some stuff, Zach. <laughs> About white people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, because, like, most people <laughs> just, like, drape them from, like, the ceiling with the little hook things. Uh, not Hispanics at all. No, 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 no I know. I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying white people. Oh, okay. Yeah. We've all seen it. catcher goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, here we go with the lucha. I mean, for with the <laughs> the crazy chickens. Uh, once again, you get all kinds of characters here in the ring. Uh, uh, and this is all Southern California wrestlers. These are all SoCal people, SoCal guys just fucking putting in work from the uh, the referees to the people who build the ring, the people who set up the matches to the wrestlers themselves, like yeah. the announcers, the guys who put up the speakers, like Ed, the guy who does the drawings, like. It's a lot of shit that goes behind putting on a show and then a show within a show. It's fucking insane. Yeah, I, I don't think many people understand like really what goes into these things, you know. Because I mean, we've we've done. Uh, I don't know if we're, we talk about what we did down in San Diego, uh, but we did Compton Mania. That was like one of the biggest one, the, my first big one that I worked. Uh, with uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we yeah, we were working out with uh, with uh, Fist Combat out there in, in San Diego, which was great, a, little, a small independent uh, company. And then we went with uh, Compton Mania. They were doing a little bit of stuff, a little bit more of a. Uh, they were trying to, you know, do it up. They yeah. were they were they were trying to give you that vibe of, you know, just a little bit more. Yeah. Kind of like um, kind of like PCW, but not to that level. But like getting there, because I mean, around here for one of the locals, yeah. PCW puts on some fucking amazing yeah. show. They put on some great production behind it. I mean, you got trusting and lighting and 
announcers and people recording, you know. Yeah. Uh, Hit on Pigs Radio Media for production, just saying. Yeah. Uh, upgrade. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, every independent, you know, depending on what it is, because, I mean, there's wrestling companies, there's Lucha Libre companies, and then there's shows that do Lucha Libre, so it's all a little bit yeah. different, but the same, but But that, for me, though, different. that, what I'm saying is, like, I... You know, obviously we did some of the other productions and whatnot. Right. Um, but with that, I saw it from the beginning. We got there at the beginning when it was just the the venue. We saw them bringing in the ring piece by piece, assembling it. You know, we set up our sound. You know, the 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 wrestlers kind of like meeting each other for the first time, going over the moves, how they do it, whatever, what may happen within the match. You know, uh, but you're exposing the business, son. No, 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 no. no. It's 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 just like you know, just you're just learning learning how to work with right. each other. Right? Look, it's, you know? it's 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 just like anything else for those who like ballet or not. But yeah. I mean, shows there there's some planning. Yeah. You, you know, people got to be on the same page. We gotta, you know, everything sequenced almost. Like you gotta right. you gotta go out there and do your job and do it fucking good, and you gotta protect each other from not getting hurt. Yeah. But even with all that, it's real as fuck. These guys are going out there, and you guys are putting your your bodies out there. Cause you know, we, like I said, we've done it. And, and like like Mario said, I, I was the same way. You know, I grew up with it. You know, having cousins doing doing moves on the on the bed and in the jumper and whatnot. But then you know, you kind of lose it after a while. But especially doing that show, that brought me back into it hard. So it's just like you're filming, you're seeing these big dudes throwing each other all over the place, not even in the ring, but it, like throwing themselves on this like concrete like like floor, and you could hear that shit. There was a few times where we were filming. And I got taken out of it just because I was like, oh, fuck. And I was like, hold on. I'm still working, you know? <laughs> but that's the beauty of it. Yeah. It's like you just said what you feel about it. Yeah. But yet you got lost in it. Yeah. That means that they were doing a great job. Exactly. And that's what it's all about. If you're a good worker, it doesn't matter. Just go out there and do what you do right. And that's, and, and you'll you'll separate them from everything else that's going on and just fo they'll focus on you. Yeah. It's it's funny you say that because if you were if you pay attention I I probably got rid of the audio in post but during his <laughs> match uh, the one that we just saw with him as the crazy chicken yeah I'm like chanting in the background and you know as a journalist you're like looking back you're like God that was so dumb fucked yeah. up my own audio yeah I, met, I messed up my own audio but then I and then I go back and I was like holy like he totally entranced me yeah, like, right. in this thing and he like, pulled you in like. <laughs> I think I'm like beat him up, you know. Like, you know? Grab his dick and twist it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was yeah. just at a uh, Circle Six show. I don't know if you've been to any of those shows. Yes. There was an. Well, no, not been, but no. Oh fuck, man! Uh, we got Circle Six coming up really soon on the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast uh, next week, next couple weeks. All this, the rest of this month is all wrestling, man. There's so much lucha leaving it happening. There's so much wrestling shit happening. Yeah. AEW is coming into town next week. I got my tickets to see my trio champions, the Lucha Bros. Damn. Death Triangle. You had to, to put on the camera though. You missed uh, it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, missed the shot. Hold on, hold on, right there. Bam. Uh, they put on their their best out of seven match against Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks this Wednesday. Chris Jericho Cruz. I already got my tickets. Going on that. Yeah, I'm going on a cruise, baby. Woo! Uh, Crash and TJ, 11-year anniversary. I haven't got my tickets, but I'm already about to pull that trigger. Blue Demon. I mean, uh, no, fuck. I already forgot who was on the fucking card, but I just remember it was fucking stacked. 
I want to say fucking Blue Demon Jr. Who's gonna be on there? No, it's not. I don't. I don't think it's him. But there is a lot of legends. Yeah. When is this? Uh, twenty-eight in January. That's coming up. Yeah, and then in February, just in time for fucking uh, Valentine's Day, Pasión de Juego. It's the return of Lucha Vavum on February eighth and 9th at the legendary Mayan in downtown LA. You guys can get your tickets right now, uh, luchavavum.com. Guys, it's amazing. This shit's gonna sell out. Get your tickets before it does. We're working. Uh, of course. We'll be out there. Pigs Media and Productions are always on on the scene filming and uh, giving you all those great death-defying shots yeah. on the screens. Watch, find me fighting the crowd just to get a shot. Yeah, we're going to have to make you smaller, Zach, and make you disappear. Yeah. Yeah. So a uh, lot of Lucha stuff coming up. A lot of Lucha. That's why I thought it was important to get you guys in here and start talking about this film because, I mean, the indies are blowing up. Lucha Libre itself is blowing up. I mean, it, it's it's had a new resurgence. It's cool to be into wrestling again. I, I think I think pandemic had a big a big thing with that, you know, because it's just no one could do anything. But you know, these entertainment businesses were still up and still trying to create something for for the people. You know. Yeah, so. I, I agree. I think pandemic made everyone hungrier. Yeah. And I think while they were waiting and resting, they were just building it up building it up and it's amazing what's going on right now in 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 everything from wrestling to music to yeah. just anything you know i think everybody said you know what after this i'm coming out and i'm just giving it all and we're seeing great stuff everywhere now yeah it's that hustle it's that flow it's it's that passion no matter what you're passionate about i mean no matter what it is i'm sure there's a subgenre and everything has its own rabbit hole that you can go hey. down into and get lost and everything's expensive i mean from doing your uh, your filming i don't know if you own your cameras or you rent it no matter what there's money being put into it yeah uh um, what cameras did you use to film so this so uh, we used an fs5 um, so this it was not shot in 4k 1080p of course but looks i mean great. you can tell it looks good um this was actually a part of my master's thesis um really yeah so the, so i went obviously to a board and i was like I want to tell this story. I think it's very potent because it represents, I don't want to say represents, but it definitely is a part of a culture. It's insight. Right? Yeah, it's insight into this culture, in, especially in uh, Los Angeles. And I was like, no, I mean, yeah, sure, we've all seen documentaries about it, but I don't think we've seen it from the perspective of like a very local, like right. here, we're in Los Angeles and I'm right. going to show you the Los Angeles legend. Sure, there's Lucha Underground, but that's, you know, that's a big scope. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is like we live in in Southern California. You could throw a rock and hit uh, anywhere that throws wrestling shows. You know, there's about what two wrestling shows a week. Uh, yeah, I know Huntington Park yeah. and down to Florence, uh, L.A. There's a bunch of small ones. Yeah, so it. I mean, there's a lot, but there's also very a lot of quality. Even though there's a lot, there's still a lot of quality. Sometimes there's a lot of whatever it could be, and there's very little quality. But here we have a lot of quality of of wrestlers, luchadores, everything. How, uh, what, what kind of shows should we, where do we go to figure out where the local shows are at? I mean, is there a centralized location where if I don't know about Lucha and want to know about Lucha, like? You see, this is a question I'll probably ask you, because I've been a part of it for so long that I'm kind of used to going to the same places to go, but it's more inside. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, we talk to promoters, we talk to certain people, but as a fan, 
What is the way? <laughs> I think I, I, can, I think I, I can answer this. Yeah, uh, go ahead, Zach. Since you don't like wrestling. Well, no, no, no. Because you know, like you know, I, yeah. I, I've come into this. You know, it's still fresh. It's still new to me. But the thing is, it's very similar to, to music. You know, if you don't know the scene, if you don't know the sub the subculture or whatever, you don't know it even exists. So the thing is, you just need one person to bring you to one spot, and your entire world opens up you know you start meeting the bands you start talking to other people the fans the promoters and you know you get hooked up with someone else and it's like you know this band's playing ne this next weekend with all these different bands with this new promoter and a new venue and it's just like it's it's crazy because you know my my one of my co-workers um like you know we were talking about him uh loves wrestling loves it you know and and i brought him to the latch lucha of a boom and he was just there and he, we ended up putting him to work but it's just like just talking to him about it he's like this next day he was like oh i was at this one show it's like we filmed it like we were there you know and in the following weeks like, i got this flyer to go to border x and they're just like they just barely put it together within a few days he went to that you know i didn't know about this show you know i don't even think you knew about the show because it was so last minute i saw you the know? border x one yeah yeah but it was just like that's well, see the way the, me, the, the way know? the way that I come across stuff. I follow a bunch of wrestling people now. Right, I follow okay. I, I follow a bunch of promotions now. Like if I don't know them, I just follow them just to give them some love. And I don't know, like everyone. Yeah, but you're gonna know at that point. At that point, yeah. yeah. Like w what I find interesting is that no matter who it is, they're so reachable. Yeah. You can almost catch anyone, aside from WWE, just any Impact, Ring of Honor. Uh, even like AAA or CMLL, you can catch any of these fuckers on uh, here in Wilmington. Yeah, here in LA, they th th if the money is right and Fucking, everyone. Yeah, there's. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but like you're talking about that Superboy right there, like total legend, traveled all over the world to promote Lucha, and I'm just sitting in his house, you know. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, this was a wrestling match in comp, and, and it's just random spots where you people put on shows, and, and no matter what, you come across people who've been in the industry for a long time, or new people, or it's just always a mix. So, yeah. uh, kind of like Zach said earlier with the band stuff, yeah, you can go to a show, and or kind of like even when they have those super mega shows where the radio stations put on, like K Rock used to do all these yearly events and throw on. All the fucking good bands, and then they throw in like maybe four or five fucking you know nobodies Locals. or barely like someone yeah. who's you know starting to get up. And same thing with all these wrestling people. I mean, before I knew it, I was seeing Tanya Valkyrie across all all the independent stuff, and then pff, Impact Wrestling, and then she fucking Impact Wrestling fucking champion for a long time, and I'm mm -hmm. like, holy shit. And then still catching her at all the small independent stuff around here and still doing Lucha Vavum, and she loves Lucha Vavum. Yeah. So, and then seeing her at Republic of Lucha with the Lucha Brothers and doing their shows and with her husband, Johnny Morrison. Like, it's fucking incredible just to see the inner weave of friendships that these wrestlers make and, you know, the wrestlers make the world go round. Yeah. All that shit. It's fucking, it's cool. It's interesting. I mean, and all, that, all those opportunities are because the quality of the wrestling here is good. Because if, if uh, the quality wasn't good, you wouldn't get those big names to come here. Because who would they work with? Right. You right. know, so you have to have great quality so they could trust who they're working with. And that's the beauty about keeping, like, Los Angeles as a staple for Lucha Libre or wrestling. You know, have, have it be a big part of the map, you know. Always be represented cor correct because, for me, Lucha Libre in the United States was always L.A., you know, you, you wouldn't go, where else would you go? We're so close to the border that we got the talent from across the border. And then next, you know, they're able to wrestle with someone of the same quality here in LA. 
And next, you know, you get Santo, Blue Demon, Mil Mascaras, Aniva. You know, you get amazing legends that are like, all right, there's quality there. Let's go because we can represent ourselves right, right there. And that's why I want to continue to put my Push. efforts into making this maintain a big staple for, you know, for wrestling, Lucha Libre in, in the world. That's what Javier said in the in the film is he's like, if you're not in like Mexico, like it's Los Angeles. You know, it's like that's the place to be. So, I mean, just echoing what he said, it's just kind of like understood that it's like if you want to go see good wrestling and if you want to be a part of really good wrestling within the U.S., you're coming to Los Angeles. And if you're not, you're missing a golden opportunity. This is a spot. Well, I mean, obviously, you can go wrestling. It's it's a traveling. It's a circus show. I mean, no matter what, when one show ends somewhere, there's another show being planned somewhere else. And, you know, you're on the road. You are going places. Uh, I've traveled to TJ to go watch some uh, Lucha Libre. I go to Crash whenever I possibly can. Uh, I've done the AEW in Vegas. And before that, man, I wasn't doing too many of these shows like that. But, I mean, because of the love of it that I had and the stuff that I bonded over with my dad for and getting to see the stuff from the, from the back end, the production, love, like what Zach was saying, we were there from the beginning. You know, uh, aside from that, I help plan these shows. I show run them. I make sure they go according to plan because I'm actually out there producing these things live where I've done our first, our very first pay-per-view. And uh, thanks to uh, Zocre for me hounding him and 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 hounding him to let him know that like, hey, man, because I went to all three shows, right? The first two were fucking incredible. There were, th without being mean, I'm like, hey, man, there are uh, opportunities here. I can help. These are my favorite wrestlers in the world right now. I'm a fucking mark. I love this shit. Like, I, uh, I want to be a part of this because I want to put my stamp on it. I want to create and help create a product that these guys are going to be, you know, like, fuck yeah, we, that's us on film. Everything was great. I loved how it came out. Audio was great. I think by far one of my best masterpieces, film live. And live is a completely different beast versus, like, when you're out there filming, take shot. Oh, we didn't get it, guys. Do over. You know, and because of wrestling and because of this, I've actually filmed my first commercial because of this. So it's an ongoing evolution, and I love it. And I wanted to make sure that I wanted to represent them, SoCal, Compton, as much as I possibly can on a product that I can happily put my name on. Like, fuck yeah, I filmed that. I produced that. And a one, almost a one-man army. I mean, I have, I have my dudes are holding my cameras, but as far as, like, fucking com controlling the whole command center, like, I'm a one-man wrecking crew, and I produce uh, I that whole fucking thing, dude. I saw you hustling that fucking day, man. Beast. I saw you. I saw you taking charge. Woo! It's like large in charge. Handling, yeah. handling it. You just call him fat. Yeah. Large and in charge. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. It, it was it was incredible. So thank you for letting me hound you for so long and finally get in there. And obviously we made magic happen. And it was I'm, great. And I'm hoping to continue to make magic happen. You know, continuously with with them, with you there at the store, and with all the other uh, stuff that we have going on. I mean, Lucha Vavu is uh, is our other family that we work with, and we're going to continue to work with them all year round and hopefully into the future until. We're all old and can't do lucha stuff no more and watching all the young people take over and all, do all that shit. We'll so. probably be, still be all stubborn trying to Hell be yeah. in there while the young guys. That's right. I'm not trying to give up that spotlight. <laughs> Hell no. 
Um, so obviously you're injured. We're, we're, we, we pray and hope for a speedy and full recovery. We hope for you to be out there doing some Vavoom stuff soon with the crazy chickens. No, absolutely. I, I was so bummed out that it actually happened at Lucho Room. Because that's usually the place where you go and have a great time. You know, you have those matches that you don't have anywhere else. So I was, I was bummed out. And it was uh, Dr. Mandad's last uh, show. So I wanted to be a part of it since he was one of, the, one of the, the, the professionals that really helped us, you know, like evolve in our technique and, and understand a little bit more of this game. And so, yeah, you know, I, I was bummed out that it happened there, but at least I got to watch his last match. So what was really cool is that uh, they told me that it was going to be his retirement. And I was like, fuck, we got to put something together for him. Got to. And, and as I learned, everything in Lucha is so last minute. Everything in Lucha is so disorganized. Everything in Lucha is such a fucking last minute. And every promotion and every company, that's just how it is. It's so stressful working with everybody in Lucha. But that's just... Lucha! It's, that's what it is in wrestling for whatever fucking reason. But that was the most beautiful, hectic thing we've ever put together in one fucking day. We made it happen. Shout out to Johnny Mancan for fucking splicing that shit and having the idea. We filmed it here in our studio, but that was for Dr. Maldana's retirement. So, I mean, he's that, that character is fully retired now, and hopefully, you know... Mr. Not Dr. Matlock comes out and uh, continues to do his services in the Lucha community, which I believe he is. No, that, that video was great. Yeah, dude, it was, it, was, it, was, it was so good to work on something where, like, fuck, this means something. I know what it means to me because I, I, I've, known, I've known Dr. Maldad for a handful of years, not as much as you or a lot of people, but at least I know that, like, fuck, man, this dude's a hardworking, blue-collar individual. He has his fucking day job. This is what he does this night. He flips around. That dude is plus 300 fucking pounds flipping off uh, moonsaults off the top rope. Like, Jesus Christ, dude, like, incredible. I don't know how, how he does that still. At his age. I'm not even anywhere close to his age, and I'm already all tired. <laughs> and he is still going at it. I'm like, wow. It's the much mask, res mask. Much respect to him. It's that mask. It gives you superpowers. It, it puts you on a different level, on a different plane. It makes you feel superhuman. God, I'm going to have to go steal that. <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch that movie from WWE? I forgot what it was called, but it was something to do with that mask where the kid has superpowers. Oh, one of the newer ones? Yeah, it was one of the new ones. I, I saw the trailer, but... It was good. It was actually had a bunch of uh, NXT dudes on there. Oh, I gotta check yeah. it out then. Keith, All right. Keith Lee was on there. Had a couple. Had a good, uh, good amount of uh, speaking roles. All right, now, now you convince me. Yeah, go watch that shit. So now with the shift of Lucha, I mean, what's what's gonna be next? I mean, is it gonna be a follow up or what's gonna be next for Mr. Sam? Uh, you have a new project coming up. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, okay, so he's... Are you going to write him a check? Or? Uh, no, no. <laughs> That's what I so heard. So he's, he's referencing the fact that I uh, I used to be a, uh international badminton player. Uh, Wait, well, there's such a thing? Yeah. Uh -huh. What? Oh, yeah. There's royalty in the house. Yeah. I see that. Yeah, international. So... Zach, where you been? You were there touching yourself, dude? What the yeah, fuck, dude? No, that would have been a lot easier, but... Oh, okay. You know. <laughs> uh, we just found out that he's an international badminton player. Former. Oh, former. Oh. Yeah. I took I took a uh, badminton class in college. Yeah, you went to college. Yes. What? Yeah, I'm learning all kinds of shit today on this show. Look at that. I was actually uh, pretty far ahead in college when I went into college. I was taking college classes while I was in high school, so all I, all I needed was one semester to get my general ed. But 
Then uh, I couldn't figure out what the fuck I wanted to do with my life, so that kind of prolonged it and uh, didn't finish. Good job. Yep. Now you're here. Yep. Yay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my life. Yeah. Good job, Zach. Thank you. Uh, so I'm sorry. So no, uh, so uh, yeah, I'm, an, I'm a former international badminton player. Traveled the world to uh, Israel, uh, Germany, uh, Austria, um, just wow. to play badminton. And I've played obviously around, obviously, but I've played around uh, all of the U.S. Just traveling and playing on that circuit. Um, and I think honestly, that's probably the reason why I love these off the beaten path type things. These off the beaten path type passions, even though it's like the most popular second most popular sport in the world, badminton, because of the Asian countries. Um, but point being, um, I just, that's where my mind is at. That's where I'm going to go. So I think, honestly, and I've told him about it, I think the next project is probably going to be sumo. Ooh. I, thought, I thought you were going to say badminton, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, really, sumo? Yeah, is I, re there, I recently there... went to uh, the Long Beach Pyramid, and every year they host the um, uh, sumo national championships. It's incredible. It's super weird why it happens in Long Beach, but it does. And I went, and sumo is epic. I mean, he knows because I was telling him about it, and I was trying to get him to come. He didn't end up rolling through, but uh, sumo is just insane. And it's crazy enough that, you know, I like to bring everything back to, like, a very local level. There's, like, the heaviest-born Japanese sumo wrestler ever runs a sumo school out of Torrance. Wow. And it's just, like, it's such a crazy small world that we live in that... Like, L.A. is such a melting pot that just anything could be here. Yeah. And just, and similar to Lucia, right? It's like sumo has this, like, deep cultural meaning. One that if you don't, if you're not really born into it or don't really study it, you don't really understand. Right. Yeah. And I think that's just the passion. So, again, this is just an idea down the road, but uh, I'm getting excited about sumo. Ooh. Move over, Vice. <laughs> <laughs> I do like fucking Vice and all their fucking dark sides of fucking everything. There's a lot of fucked up shit going on, man. It really is. A lot of dark sides. I want yeah. the dark side of the dark sides. Dark side of that ass. The dark side of that ass. Let's, let's get it. That's, that's where he was. He was showing off that dark side. <laughs> Don't hey. say that because hey. Zach likes to send a lot of pictures of his ass to I everybody. Do. I do. I think he wants it. I got a folder full of them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Is that on Google Drive? It can be. Oh, I'm surprised it's not. I'll so you're prepared. I'll send you the link. All right, sweet. Um, aside <laughs> from this, uh, so this was your, your, your thesis for your master's. Um, have you done any kind of work prior to that? Like, um, Yeah, uh, I actually did a documentary two years ago, two years before this one. I guess it's three years ago now, um, about roller derby. Um, again, oh, really? it's just, I like off the beaten path things. There's these gals called the, uh, Angel City Roller Derby. They work out of, uh, El Segundo. That's not El Segundo. It's, uh, Gardena. Yeah. They work out of Gardena and, um, they're just these badass women that just, I've heard of them. They just, yeah. they beat the shit out of each other and they love it. And it's, it's this, inc I mean, I'm going to be honest. I think this is a better documentary. I was young when I made it. I'm still young. Um, <laughs> But uh, it's just another great story about people finding, you know, meaning and passion in yeah. something that not everyone gets to see. You know, not everyone even understands. And funny enough, he's even worked with, we're not really sure if it was them or not, but worked with roller derby. And it's just this, it speaks to this thing that like L.A. is this melting pot and these subcultures will eventually meet in the middle and create like art and this beautiful thing. So... I had a couple of friends that used to do roller derby stuff. 
so yeah, cool. it's pro wrestling on wheels. Yeah, man, it's fucking grimy. You better watch out. You get you miss some teeth. Shit, I'm scared to do that. Hell yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. You're going at a faster pace versus just some dude fucking flying at you at like yeah. the the weight of fucking whatever it takes you to go up and go down. What's crazy though is I I mean I have friends who do that as well. They go harder with their skates than skateboarders do with their skateboards. Like, they know about everything that has to do with it. They're constantly upgrading their equipment with it, bro. It's 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 crazy. Well, just like anything else, man, anything has its own fucking rabbit hole to, like, yeah. you want fucking entry level, you want fucking medium level, you want fucking pro level, do you want some out of this fucking world illegal shit? Like, everything has mm-hmm. a fucking price, depending on how good you want to get. Personalizing so. it, too, to make it unique to yourself, yeah. Get that shit. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the beauty of all these like little niche like hobbies or, or passions because it's like they're very small, but once you get in there, there's a huge community, and that community is very protective and very dedicated, and that's the beauty. Like sumo, yeah, yeah. I mean, I worked at a jujitsu shop for years, so I'm, I'm familiar with like kind of like the the culture of that, and I was like, damn, yeah, no, it's. I respect that they have the same protection and passion like lucha libre. And that's the beauty of it. And then once you get in there, yeah, it's a big world. I can't wait to see once that. Uh, can't wait to get your text out of nowhere like, hey, Mario. Got Sumo's that, out. Got that sumo wrestling thing out. <laughs> and then we need to bring some of the big boys in uh, once, once that thing is ready. Don't I mean, we're, we're waiting for. I, I don't know what the weight limit on the chairs is, but, <laughs> but we will. These chairs it out. would not fly. No, no, no. Fuck. No way. Uh, we got to bring up the couch. Freeze <laughs> cheek. Uh yeah, we'll 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 set up the the big couch on the uh, on the stage. And, Perfect. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll put a light like a rotisserie chicken on them. I mean, I've even I've even done uh, this was after I finished the stock, but I did. Uh, you know, guys know Beyblading. Yeah. Like competitive, went in and I went into that community for a little bit because I wanted to know what was that like and wait, what's crazy. that? So it's a little uh, it's a little thing you. Uh, Fuck, how do you explain it's it? It's competitive top spinning. Top spinning. Yeah, like you rip Trompos? a top. Yeah. Trompos. Yeah. Is that what that is? With a little like yarn and you fucking spin it. Well, no, no, no. It's not. A, it's it's like a pull. Oh. Yeah, it's the yeah. same concept, but, but same like concept. it's, yeah. you have plastic ones, then you can upgrade it's like metal, yeah. and it's like, like a little spinner, but you have um, like edges and whatnot to like try and... You know, knock them out of the little ring that they have. Or like sumo to spin or stronger it. than them. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Crazy. Anyway, well, the, I'm I, off topic. I, I'm about to say, wasn't there a game like that? I was forgot what the it's fuck a toy. it was. It's called Beyblades. Yeah, Beyblades. It's the toy. It, it transformed into like you know, how like Pokemon sells cards. Yeah, but they also like battle. Right. It's the exact same thing. What? Yeah, it came out like like early 2000s, I think. Yeah. And you have and you have a doc on that? No, it's just a little story I did for Spectrum News. Uh, okay, well, where can we see that at? Spectrum uh, News. Spectrum News. Yeah, I don't know. That was Spectrum News. They they have the rights to all that stuff. Oh, really? You don't have a yeah. copy of that? I mean, I do have a copy, but uh, it's not out anywhere. Put that shit on your uh, Vimeo account. Oh, I mean, that might be on there too. But then I also did. You guys ever heard of Tech Ball? Tech Ball. What's that? It's, so Tech Ball is it's a slanted long uh, ping pong table, and people have a volleyball or like a soccer ball, and you get three touches to kick it over onto their side. So it's like. Paper football? It, well, it's, no, it's, it's like ping pong with volleyball with soccer. Mm. Just imagine all of those in one sport, and it's tech ball. And it's like a – and they rented out the, uh, the Long Beach Auditorium. Oh, shit. And they had an international event. And, like, some of the Eastern European countries were slaughtering the U.S. Like, yeah. these cats were so good. It's crazy. I mean, th- that's the thing. It's like there are these 
subcultures. They exist, and they are so cool. Yeah. Uh, what's not cool is that I did see during the pandemic was like internet, well, competition series of cornholing. I did see that while the pandemic was happening. It was no content, so I don't know how cool cornholing is. But uh, well, I mean, if you really want to go there, I'm gonna say like, here's the thing. You know, I, I might, are you an international no, 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 pro no, no, no. level cornholer? Oh, man, I wish. Uh, <laughs> but um, I really like in my life, I've made it a goal. Like, I want to make a documentary about the professional mini golf tour. Wow professional mini wait there's a professional mini golf tour oh yeah i'm learning a lot today it's what? incredible they were they mostly function on the east coast out of uh uh orlando because that's where all like the mini golf courses are um but they have like a tournament every single year and it's called the it's like probably like mpga like mini pga oh my god yeah. dude there's like there was like a woman from like slovenia she was like maybe 16 years old, like playing these old guys that are like 50 and they're like, they're like, oh yeah, this one, it's incredible thing, you know? And it's like, I consider it to be kind of in the same vein of cornhole, even though it's a lot cooler, but you know, it's like, you never know until you break into these things and you see them and you're like, oh my God, like there's so much, like I bet like people that do professional cornhole are like, Got like a wind reading when they're tossing and they, everything. They all have. Yeah. Wait, was it cornhole? What the fuck? I was watching also dart throwing, and those mm. those dudes have like sponsorships, like on their fucking yeah. shirts. They have, they're like windbreaker fucking bowling shirts. I don't know. It's weird. I yeah. want I want to do dart throwing too. I got into that too. I actually went to go try it. I wasn't good, but uh, <laughs> pandemic made me made me want to go try it. I want to try axe throwing. I know that's been oh. a new thing. Yeah. yeah, they do. They actually, I lived by a place and they serve you alcohol and you just throw axes. I don't, that feels like a that sounds total dangerous. hazard. I don't know how they do it. Yeah. Super yeah. dangerous. Like, I don't know if there's like a liability form you got. I don't know. But it's out there. Well, what is out there is that documentary that you need to go watch La Lucha. You can find it across uh, where again? Just Vimeo. Just Venmo, and yeah. where do we find it? Do we find it under your name? Is it under something? Well, you know what? I've tried searching it. It's not easy to find, but if you want to just look up La Lucha, um, a documentary about, I think it's called La Lucha, like a, a documentary about Lucha Libre. It's something like that. I don't remember the exact wording. <laughs> it's something, because it, cause it's called La Lucha, but I need I tried to make it like more findable. Right. So if you just look up La Lucha... Hopefully lucha Libre up. documentary. It's that's what it is. La Lucha, a Lucha Libre documentary. Sorry, that took me a long time you, to get you, there. You lucha that out, uh, but it's all good, man. La Lucha means to fight, and I'm going to yeah. continue to fight. That's right. You but keep he, fucking fighting. But you hear the way he says lucha? Lucha, that's he right. He says it all professional that's now. That's right. He articulates properly. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Zocre, where do we follow you at? Oh damn! I, I I think I only have Instagram, but I'm like rarely on it. Sure. So man, just was... follow RepublicOfLucha.com and go buy their shit. It's awesome. I print it. I'll be there saying what's up. Stop by the shop. We we always have something going on. And if you buy a T-shirt, he made the T-shirt. Yeah, you'll be repping something. I print. You know, I I print it. I think I actually need a, a Republic of the Lucha logo shirt so I can go represent on Wednesday when I'm watching my AEW Trio champions, the Lucha Bros, win their Ow. fucking seven out of seven fucking best. Fuck you, Kenny Omega and Young Bucks. Wait a minute. You don't have a Republic of Lucha I shirt? I need one. Oh, no. My goodness. What the All fuck, right. man? All right. That's All a right. Fake fan. Oh. 
I got you, brother. Yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. But this Wednesday, guys, uh, our 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 LA natives, our Republic of Lucha, our Lucha Bros are defending their trios champions. Death Triangle are taking on the Elite, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega from our backyard. Escalera de la Muerte. A letter God match of damn. death. I'm, I'm honestly nervous. Uh, I am too. I saw my. I almost threw up when Ray Phoenix almost broke his fucking arm. He bent it backwards. Ooh. That was not okay. And now they're gonna do all kind of crazy flippy shits uh, off of all the ladders. So someone's gonna get hurt bad. I'm so excited to watch this, but it's at the same good. time, man. At the same time, I'm like, I'm taking my Rosario and everything. Uh, I watch AEW from the beginning. Not the first time these two have had a ladder match. And I the know. first time, this is what, their third, fourth time, I think? Yeah, about the, but every, every time single, they raise the level. Fuck, man. It's insane. And I think after that last one, I think they almost died. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be good. Uh, and I think, uh, I don't know, there's all kinds of shit happening. But this yeah. Wednesday, guys, this Wednesday, go show your tickets at the Lucha, Lucha of the Republic. You might get a discount. Go see what they got. So you go represent on Wednesday. Go represent, wear your shirts at the AEW show, and you might get something. Woo! Aside from the taste of sweet victory. I know. <laughs> I'm going to be looking for you for, like, backstage access. I want to hang out in the back. Give me the catering, man. Look for the flag. Look, ooh, the Republic of the Lucha flag. Look for the flag. I'll be waving it. All right, there we go. And, Sam, uh, where do we follow you on the Venmios or on the Instagrams or your Twitters or your Grinders? Or where, where, where do we swipe right, man? Where do we go? Where do we find you? <laughs> Yeah, just follow me on Instagram, man. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a documentarian, you know, but I also have a life, you know, like, like Lucha Libre, man. It's like I make documentaries, but at the end of the day, I'm just a normal dude. You know? People, he just puts on his pants one leg at a time. No, like, I, hey, I, I, I actually jump in. You jump in. See, yeah. so you're not normal. So <laughs> there we go. He makes the sandwiches one leg at a time. Oh. Oh. The, you know what? It's funny. I thought we were going to talk about the sandwich war because... <laughs> Bro. It's not like you want to talk about okay, the sandwich Okay, you want me to war. tell you something about that sandwich? Please. Shot? I was a little bit upset. Yeah, oh, why? Because that was probably the worst sandwich I've ever made in my life. I'm about to say, those webbles look too flat for me. They look bad. No, and I didn't even have my avocado. I didn't have my bacon. I didn't have my ham. It, it was like, it, it was pretty empty. Why, I told why, them, why did you decide to use that? Like, why don't you go to the store? Like, hold up. Let me go get some. I didn't fuck. prep him. That's, that's on me. I didn't show He just showed up randomly. Like, he I'm, shows up to my house and he saw, he said, make a sandwich. <laughs> no, no, honestly, it's, he, he, told, <laughs> he told me, what do you do every day? And so I told him and he told me the concept and I said, that's awesome. But then I said, we didn't go to the grocery this weekend because we had a, we, we went out of town. All he right. eggs. And yeah. so I was like, all I have is eggs. And he's all, let's just do it. I'm like, oh, wow. Well. There wasn't enough time to Instacart something or go to the store and Bro. go get egg materials, sandwich materials to make it he, look. He does live right next to a Ralph's. Brother, I go to <laughs> Las El Superior when I get a chance. That's true. That's okay. No, but it, it was just one of those things where I said, you know what? It's true. This is what I do every day. Let's do it. But if it would have been the like a normal day with the bacon, with the ham, with everything. Oh, I'm telling you. Have you ever seen the Harley Quinn movie? Yeah. That sandwich, Ooh. that's how it looks. But vegetarian, because everything's made out of soy. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Oh, you're vegetarian? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Me, yeah. Oh, see, that's why your body's breaking down. Do you need some fucking protein Probably, in your body, yeah. dude? Damn, 40. Fuck, when you're vegetarian man. at 40, you start breaking down. I mean, come down. on. Look at this guy, man. He's in his 40s, and he's still doing backflips off the top rope. I think he's figured something out that we don't know. Yeah, I'm sure his body's a lot better than mine. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I, yeah, but I think everyone's better than your dad, Bob, though. Yeah. While we're dying. 
Uh, yeah, you are. I yeah. mean, your body told you you can't drink anymore. If not, you do die. Yeah. So, uh, drink responsibly, kids. Don't yep. be like Zach with a failing fucking whatever you got. What a kidney or yeah, liver? Liver. Liver. Okay. It's 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 all right, but it doesn't work as it used to. Yeah, so uh, just don't drink too much, kids. That's yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, make sure you guys go to a lucha show, support. You go to a wrestling show, a wrestling show. Doesn't matter, man. If someone's fucking got some fucking tidy whities and throwing themselves around, if as long as it's not your neighbors from a domestic dispute, go support. Go throw some money <laughs> at them. Go buy a shirt. Go, I don't know, man. Go get a signature. Go get a picture. Just go. It only t- go. It, it just it only takes one, and that's that's the thing about it all. Yeah, you know, it takes one show, and then you're in it. Uh, Lucha Vavoom, once again, is coming up on February 8th and 9th. You guys need to get your tickets from luchavavoom.com. Uh, PCW's coming up with, I believe, their anniversary show in a couple of weeks. Crash's 11-year anniversary in Tijuana, Mexico is coming up on the 28th. Holy fuck, there is so much Lucha and wrestling coming yeah. up. Circle 6, I know, is about to make an announcement. I already saw what it was, and it's going to be awesome. They got a coming up show. <laughs> we are going to have, uh, I don't know what his real name name is i know him as poet i don't know if that's what you want to be referred as but poet and jb from circle six is going to be on the west coast pop lock podcast live in two weeks but this tuesday it's the return back to pig studios with sam today was just not enough for me to talk about lucha and plus i got super steve and that dude john who also love wrestling <coughs> well so, i'm so glad that we got him first though I mean, that's how it kind of worked it's, out. Yeah. There's no other way I would have yeah. wanted it. Mm. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I'm so glad to hear that. <laughs> Why? Because this is the number one podcast in the whole universe. This you, is Pigs Radio. You know what? You're absolutely right. We're the number one live podcast in the entire pigs universe. Yeah. Live here every <laughs> Sunday night. Tell your mom, because your girl already knows where to find us. DM us. Hit us up. Follow, like, tweet. Poke, post, whatever the fuck you got to do to get your fucking rocks off. Mm-hmm. Grab us like a fucking bowling ball and just have a good time with fucking pigs. Yeah. Once you come, you just won't let go. Never. Thank you, Sam, for coming down and hanging out with the fucking pigs. Zokre, as always, my friend, thank you so much. Uh, you it's, it was a pleasure. Us. I'm glad that your story was at least told on film. It looks beautiful. It's very cinematic. Uh, there's... You got Taya Valkyrie on there. You got Superboy on there. Even El Pollo, who I don't know that well, and I reached out. Thanks for reaching back out to me, guy. Uh, but I love all his work. You know, you don't get back to people, but it's all good. Mm-hmm. But I love his work because I do see him at Crash. I see him posting all these fucking pictures. And I will say that working with all these uh, wrestlers, they don't have a lot of nice things as far as like pictures and things like that. You know, like very basic shit. <laughs> we need people like fucking Juan, uh, like Boyo out there doing his shit where he's giving these fucking wrestlers giving back because he's a fucking big fan. And I'm glad to see another perspective, not only someone as a wrestler, as a commentator t- from turn from a wrestler, but someone who's just a fan and just he got a camera and all he's doing is going out there and just being part of that fucking community. I don't yeah. know if this dude gets just paid in fucking wrestling signatures and shows or whatever the fuck, but you could tell this dude's fucking love for the game is there. And, you know, I was happy to see him on there. So maybe one, maybe after seeing this, if he gets word of it, maybe he'll call me back. I don't know. Maybe. So, or maybe we'll have him come on Tuesday. Maybe he's available. I don't know. Can you email him? Maybe he, I'll, I'll tell, maybe he responds out. better to white people than he does fucking Hispanics. <laughs> that doesn't come from fucking I had him TJ. on his phone number, his Instagram. I don't know. Do you understand that? I don't know. Fucking let me know. Uh, 
But once again, thank you, Sam. Make sure you guys go like, subscribe, follow, follow Zocre on the Instagram. Follow Zach at Zach Rabbit Lopez. He doesn't do anything now other than playing bands, so just follow him doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Follow Pigs with a hard Z, a radio. Uh, and then catch us at all your local wrestling shows because we're at we're supporting Comptomania. We're supporting you know the Lucha Brothers. We're supporting Republic of the Lucha. We're supporting uh, Lucha Vavum and everything and everything in between because nothing's off limit and everything is fucking great. And the Circle there. Six shit is fucking insane. So if you love to get in the fucking nitty gritty with wrestling with no ring in a bar, dang. Holy fuck! Was that the the one in the knucklehead or? Yeah, or dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, that was that was some good shit. Yeah, that was that was that's wrestling on a whole different fucking level, dude. That is wrestling for real. Oh, so. Wait, so is, is he gonna get in a chokehold or is that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what, Zach? We're gonna have to make this happen. Would you take a chop or a chokehold? What are you gonna take? Uh, take it. One, two. It doesn't matter. Take a chop. Would you chop him, please, from the fucking stage? I'll do a nice one with good sound. I'll do a, a, a chop the way we do it in the ring. Where it's it's safe, but it got good sound. All right, Zach, take off your shirt. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you said. Okay. Yeah. Okay, hold on. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, we're going to move this camera. Pigs is... will be right back. No, we're going to no, go. No, we're gonna... no, All right. no, no, no. You, you, you go over there. Uh, no, I thought you needed to set up. No, I, we're going to go. You just just Why go over there. Right. Where are we standing? Are we standing over there? Or yeah. follow. I mean, it takes off his shirt like nothing. Zach, uh, that's not his first rodeo when some some random dudes ask him to take off his shirts. <laughs> Homeboy's got a wrestler body. Yeah. All right, so Zach Zach here with his dad bod. Uh, them titties looking very floppy, yeah, looking like sexy. The, uh, them, their brown the nipples. Shirt, and I'm just gonna make it sound loud. All right, all right. Let me know when. Hold on, hold on. Right. Some, some space. Ooh, all right. Ready. Zach taking the first chop for pigs for 2023. Yes, get him, sir. get him good. Get him in the dick. Ready? Ah. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, it stings. <laughs> and that's the follow through. Ooh. That was an easy one. All right, all right, all right. Ready? There's another one. Another one? Yeah. What's the hard one? The, hard, one, one the, the, the hard one is about it's the one like you're gonna pitch. get right now. Ooh. You want this one or the other one? So on I'm other. just going to give the sound. I'm not going to give the pain. Just give, the sound. The give, pain give, is for people I don't like. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So here's the sound only. But a lot of people don't like Zach. Hey. All right, ready? Oh! <laughs> what do you mean that's not the pain, boy? <laughs> no, no, no. That's the, that's the, let's just make a sound, but no pain. Whoosh! <laughs> Yeah. But you're, you're going to have a couple handprints. Yeah. And they were simple. They were just <laughs> no follow through, no nothing. Oh, man. Uh, for those who want to get chopped by you and want to learn what to become a wrestler, where do we go to, you know, follow? Do we just follow you or where do you teach at? or what, what? Yeah, if you guys want to start training, honestly, if you live in the L.A. area, I would recommend the Santino Brothers School. That's where I teach. The, I'm going to start teaching once I heal up the Lucha Libre aspect. Joy, Joey, uh, Mongo, they got a, just an amazing crew to teach anybody to, you know, the, the ins and outs of wrestling. So if you guys want to start training wrestling, SantinoBrothers.com, go check it out. But if you're not around this area, honestly, go anywhere. Go anywhere, go online, just learn, learn, learn. If you want to really do this, 
step in the ring, man. Give it a uh, give it a shot. If you can't be a wrestler, be a manager, be a, a mouthpiece, be anything involving. If you're if you're really passionate about this, just go out there and do it. Just share a flyer, at the very least. Yeah, go do a show. Yeah. Go, go pick up some merchandise. Go get chopped by fucking Zokri or some shit. Yeah. Just... But he already got chopped, so what do you think about that experience? I mean, it's 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 not that bad. Like, this thing's going away. I can see how, like, the adrenaline in the ring just allows you to take the blow and whatnot. And... Now imagine uh, you you perform in fr- you perform in front of an audience as a band. Yeah. Do you ever feel energy coming off of them? Oh, one hundred percent. So imagine that times a thousand while that shit's happening. People yeah. are cheering. I, I I can't imagine. It's a whole different thing, you know. Because it's I, like I, a drug. Yeah. Fucking yeah. crazy drug. Uh, you're probably gonna have that handprint on you for at least probably like at least three days, right? Yes, something like that. And I was pretty notorious to ripping people's chests. When oh, no shit. Them. Like, oh, make yeah. them fucking bleed. Oh, yeah. That would have been great if you would have bled. No, no, no. But like I said, that's a <laughs> d- whole different uh, situation. I, I, you got you had every permission to hurt him. <laughs> we told you that some people don't like Zach. He said it's not fun when he's hurting them, though. <laughs> no, he said he doesn't like them when they don't fight back. Yeah. What is that? When, when, you do, when you do that type of stuff, is that like a receipt or like? It could be. It could be. It, it's, it's a little bit of like. It depends on the intensity of the match. It and depends also on how the fans are reacting. Mm. If the fans are like from here to him, I have to lay it in. They're gonna know if I don't lay it in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, but right. then the like he said, the adrenaline's running. And I know you're gonna give it back to me, so it's fine. Yeah. You know, like I you're gonna give back to me what I gave back to you what I gave to you. Right. And that's how it works. But when you're right up close to the crowd, you can't, you know, you gotta protect the business. Yeah. And then sometimes that's what blood happens. Gotta protect the business. And shout out to Lucha Live. Uh, he came out and hang out here at Pig Studios with the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. We see you on here, buddy. We need to get you back on here. I know he loves to follow all the Lucha Libre stuff and uh, be at all the fucking shows. So shout out to Lucha Live on YouTube. Give him a follow. I know he's on the Twitch, I think, still, right? It's been a little bit. I don't go on there too often. But uh, once again, follow your local Lucha people. Thank you, Sam, uh, Zocre, and uh, Zach for getting your titties fucking... Um, Slapped around a little bit. It's about fucking time. I, it looked like you wanted it. What? <laughs> God. That's, that's, that's a lot of action. That's the most action he's had for 2023. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I mean, he was upset, that's but not upset one. that he didn't. <laughs> that he got that lap dance, but he was excited, but he wanted to get chopped at the yeah. same time. Yeah. I think he, I think we, we we made him happy for the year. So thank you, Zach, for just taking one for the team. Hey, you took it like a champ. Look at that chest. Campion right here. I'm always down. You got the two handprints. Yeah. yeah. He's a, he's a um, we are doing. <laughs> uh, we're putting in double work uh, this week. Pigs is going to be doing a live pigs on Friday morning at 11. Breakfast with pigs all the way from uh, Texas. Ooh. We have Haunt Me. They're on their way. They're doing a little small West Coast tour. They're going to stop here in the studio this Friday, uh, Friday the 13th at 11 a.m. So we got uh, the boys from Haunt Me coming down to do some of that post-punk stuff. And then on Sunday, we have a former Playboy playmate hanging out, hanging out here on the studio. So find out who it is. I just ordered my magazine to get her uh, to get her signed. Let's go. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's real going to be good. So. Uh, please like, subscribe, follow Pigs. We have all kinds of shit happening, all kinds of bands, and all kinds of people. And it's going to be good, man. 2023 is going to be insane. And a lot of lucha. 
make sure you follow the pigs. I'll be posting all the things that we're going to be a part of. And, I mean, 2023 is already looking exciting. So thank you, gentlemen, for helping us kick off this fucking year and kicking off fucking Zach's first layer of fucking dirt off that chest. So maybe now you can go get fucking a shower, dude, and hose that shit off. (laughs) On that note, pigs out. And now, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, yo, DJ, stop the music. Countdown. Countdown. Five, four, three, two. Initiating shutdown sequence. Five, four, three, two, one. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. I'm out. This show may cause birth defects and or cancer. Void where prohibited in the southern red states. Official sponsor of the Special Olympics. Not really 2% financing available for nothing. See your official Toyota dealer for recall as penalty for not buying American. This show may cause massive amounts of marijuana consumption. This show has been a joint venture of cockballs and ass. Free salad tossing available. Upon request, visit RobertReese.com. Sexual relations among cousins is not incest. Thank you. That will conclude this evening's entertainment.